everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. What do you say about a man who has been used by God to, quote, fight the good fight for 50-plus years in warning, educating, equipping, and mobilizing a nation, a people, and their God to what true freedom really is and means? And what can happen if taken for granted, bit by bit, lie by lie, vote by vote, and year after year left unchecked? Well, not on his watch, and not on yours if you've been listening, reading, and then heeding this political icon's advice with actionable steps to confront, expose, engage, and help change what the, quote, left calls good and the, quote, right calls evil, biblically speaking, and I quote, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Isaiah 5.20 Never has the distinction been more clear, and never has a guest more brilliantly defined the reasons why. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, always an honor, internationally acclaimed author, writer, and renowned conservative commentator, founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center School for Political Warfare, in his latest number one New York Times best-selling, Blitz, Trump Will Smash the Left and Win. David Horowitz, Mr. Horowitz, sir, welcome back to Testimony. Thank you, Jensen, and thank you for that kind introduction. Well, it's all true, and you know, I've had the great pleasure of interviewing you for your riveting bestsellers, Dark Agenda, and your memoir, Mortality and Faith, both great reads. And now with your latest in what I would call a trilogy of Trump must-reads, you give us blitz. I'd like to, before we begin, just read one of your many heralded endorsements. Dennis Prager speaking, and I quote in part, quote, this is the book your anti-Trump relatives and friends should read. As clear a moral indictment of the anti-Trump left as has been written. Clear as water and readable as a page-turning novel. Finally, it is written by David Horowitz, whom I consider a modern-day prophet. Prophets hated evil and told the truth. End quote. Quite the endorsement, David Horowitz, amongst Mike Huckabee, Sean Spicer, Charlie Kirk, and we must also mention Donald Trump Jr., and I quote, If you're interested in debating deranged liberals with facts, you won't want to miss this book, end quote. That said, David Horowitz, let's get right to it. Why the name Blitz? And are you indeed being prophetic? just trying to do what I do. Blitz is a football term. It's when you you know pull out the stops and uh, everybody goes after the quarterback. And uh, 
the, the most it's very aggressive move. Um, you know, mo- most most people instinctively are defensive, and unfortunately, way too many Republicans and conservatives uh, are. Um, but Trump is not, uh, and that's why it has that name. What, what the book shows is what is a great national tragedy is that the Democrat Party is now a racist party. It's hostile to America and friendly to its enemies. I'm on Twitter a lot, and you get all these reports of, you know, they're letting thousands of prisoners out of jail, violent prisoners, and they get out and they rape people and they kill people. Um, But the Democrats have more concern for violent criminals in our prisons it's, it's really mind-boggling to think that, that Americans um, would, would do such a thing, but they do. Uh, in California, where I think you are, um, right. this, what has he let out? 18,000 criminals. Uh, you know, it's such an injustice to the innocent people out there who, who now have, have inflicted on them people who have probably committed many, many crimes before they were actually caught and convicted. Um, But we are in a situation in our country where you have a Democrat Party, which is wedded to what they call identity politics, but it's just simply racism, uh, attacking white people. Um, That's the only um, racial discrimination that's allowed these days and hostility. Uh, You can be openly hostile to white people. Um, you have the spectacle of Oprah Winfrey. I mean, Oprah is really a, a model. I mean, she's a testament to what a great country America is. Mm-hmm. The daughter of a sharecropper, a granddaughter of a sharecropper, uh, an abused child, uh, grew up in the most segregated, racist state in America, Mississippi, uh, and with the support of mainly middle-class white housewives. She rose to be where she's now. She's the richest woman in America. She's one of the richest people in the world. She's worth two and a half billion dollars. And here she is lecturing white people on their privilege. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's mind boggling uh, that she could do that. (laughs) I'm I'm characteristically speechless. I reel out these things. But, um, you know, the Democrat Party, is, it's used the COVID crisis to attack the Republicans, to attack Trump, to blame all the COVID deaths on Trump, where Trump has no control over the health care systems. We have a federal system in our country. It's all controlled by the governors. It was Andrew Cuomo who, you know, forced the nursing homes to take in COVID patients and killed 6,000 elderly people as a result. It wasn't Trump. Trump's job was to supply the, get the ventilators created. We're now the leading producer of ventilators in the world. The same thing with tests. I mean, he's done a remarkable job with tests and, and get the vaccines rolling, which seems unprecedented pace, uh, and get the masks that Obama uh, squandered and didn't replenish. People forget, you know, on the swine flu, um, Obama was so complacent that. 60 million people were infected. This is a a virulent virus, and unfortunately, it's more deadly than swine flu. 
But, you know, it's, I think the figures now are 4 million people. Compare that to 60 million. But Obama, you know, can waltz around free because he's black and he's protected. That's what we have in this country. The only real skin privilege is black skin privilege. It allows a lifelong criminal like George Floyd to be treated as uh, the murder victim of four police officers, one of whom, uh, and they allegedly killed him because he was black. Actually, one of the officers charged with murder is an African-American, the one who arrested him. Second is an Asian-American. How does race factor into that? Greatest racial hoax in the history of our country caused our cities to go up in flames. If you watch the videos that were suppressed by Keith Ellison, the attorney general, and Farrakhan-loving hate monger, who's the attorney general of Minnesota and former head of the Democrat Party, we should not forget, uh, he suppressed the video cams of the actual arrest. What you see is an out-of-control, drugged-up individual who Mm -hmm. can't follow an order. This guy is six foot four and weighs 220 pounds, very muscular. And these police are deferential. There's no hostility. There's no racial anything there. They're just trying to manage an individual's out of control. Uh, And, you know, the reason he died is because he had lethal levels of fentanyl in him, which suppressed breathing, and he had COVID which suppresses breathing, and he had congestive heart failure. He was saying, I can't breathe, and if you've seen the video, way before anybody put a knee on his neck. That knee is not what killed him. But, uh, you know, we paid a terrible price. There are scores of people who are dead because, you know, a, a Marxist group called Black Lives Matter, has, with the support of American corporations, you know, and these Democrat mayors, all of whom should be in jail. Exactly. They're, they're responsible for the safety of their citizens, and instead they turn over their streets to these criminals, and they're in total denial. Juan Williams is actually a decent person as a person, but out to lunch politically. He was caught out yesterday saying, he said, the only violence was in the first night of the demonstrations, which would be two months ago. They, these people delude themselves as well as everybody else. It's just terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to political icon David Horowitz in his latest must-read, Blitz. David, you just mentioned Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, which brings me to one of the questions I have for you, and that is the Democracy Alliance, comprised of 110 billionaires who have each pledged to contribute $200,000 a year towards left-wing causes, case in point, Black Lives Matter, which, as you just noted, is a terrorist Marxist group that has nothing to do with advancing the cause of, quote, yeah. black lives. Quite the opposite. The, the corporations, and of course, Hollywood is a degenerate town, um, but the, the Hollywood uh, privileged who contributed bail money to arsonists. Black Lives Matter, we don't know what it's worth, but it's many hundreds of millions of dollars, perhaps as much as a billion. And, and it's by people who have no loyalty to this country. I mean, that, that's the thing, uh, of course, one of the central themes of 
my book Blitz, Trump will smash the left and win, is this unprecedented attempt at a coup by Obama and Biden and using the intelligence agencies and the, the three and a half year impeachment by any means necessary attempts by Pelosi. These people have no loyalty to the United States of America and its constitution. Uh, we are in a civil war, is what my book Blitz shows. And I say, uh, you know, people ask me about the subtitle, Trump will smash the left and win. I believe, you know, the bottom line is this. The Democrats can lie and lie and lie about Trump. First of all, the lies are born thin by now. Um, and they've accused him of everything under the sun. You know, and, and probably the worst, accusing him of killing every coronavirus patient in the country. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Even though, as I pointed out, he doesn't <laughs> control one single health care system. All right. of the, you know, if, if we failed, and of course, you know, everybody's watching, and you can, if you watch the CDC officials like Fauci, I mean, they've been wrong so many times. They're all Democrats, but that doesn't matter. It's a very tricky virus, and they made mistakes. They had their, you know, models are imperfect. Um, we, I, I still don't know if I'd wear a mask, you know, just because <laughs> you want to do anything that might protect you. But I have no idea where the masks work. Um, you know, their mesh apparently isn't small enough to keep out the virus. Anyway. Exactly. So, so that, but the Democrats have no hesitation about convicting him of mass murder on an unprecedented scale. The Democrats closed down the states and killed the economy. And of course, they did it to blame it on Trump. But the bottom line is this. What people want from government is safety, security. And they can suppress the videos. You can watch CNN morning till night and not see a, a, a riot. Um, they can suppress those. But, you know, the Trump campaign will lay it all out and you'll see what's happened in our streets if you don't already know it because you live near near the violence you know they're going into neighborhoods i mean there's a horrifying video on uh, on twitter well it's being sent around twitter that's where i saw it of a mob but literally a mob all dressed in riot gear you know the, the democrats are calling them peaceful protesters you know, when Martin Luther King marched, there was no looting. There were no no churches burned, no no buildings burned. Exactly. Everybody was in a suit. They didn't go out in ninja outfits with helmets. Anyway, there's this menacing mob surrounding a, a woman. She looks to be in her 50s or 60s um, because she was, uh, I guess, a Trump. Oh, no, she was trying to get them not to burn the courthouse or whatever in Portland. Not only did they attack her, but they went to her home uh, and threatened her in her home. I mean, you know, these are horrifying people. Exactly. Uh, yeah, when people come to vote, they're going to vote for Trump. I mean, the Democrats are for, you know, disorder. He's for law and order. They're for criminality and disorder. I don't care what your politics are. Of course, the black community, I mean, they paint these polls. 80% of blacks want more police. Of course they do. You know, you know. I was a radical when I was young. I can't fathom this. <laughs> I, I, I was, 
Well, when I saw demonstrations getting fired, I actually told this story in my autobiography, Radical Son. Um, radicals in Berkeley had occupied some land which the university wanted to build dormitories on and made it into a park. Pretty nice park, actually, but it, it, you know, it was stolen property. A day came when the university wanted to build the dorms and the police came. And when the tear gas started flying, uh, you know, I, I saw it was a very volatile and it was going to become a violent situation. Somebody was actually killed eventually. Um, I was standing with Tom Hayden, who was a Machiavellian evil person, very cynical leader of the left. Married to Jane Fonda, too, I call. And I, I said, and I, I knew him pretty well. I said to him, I said, you know, Tom, I, I'm really worried. I think there's going to be violence here. And he, you know, metaphorically put his arm around me uh, and said, no, David, you have to understand, we have to lure middle-class kids into situations where they get their heads cracked, and that will make them radicals. I was horrified listening mm -hmm. to that, which is probably why I'm an, an anti-radical today. It's the mentality. They have that mentality. Let's make things as bad as possible for people. Let's destroy, then let's not let the crisis go to waste. Let's change everything. This is what the Democrat leaders are saying today. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, David Horowitz, his latest number one New York Times bestselling blitz. Trump will smash the left. And when, David, you've answered a lot of my questions, brilliantly spoken and communicated as usual, your book outlines the last several years of the Trump presidency, the assaults on his person, his presidency, family, and administration, just terrific, as well as his historic achievements. Can you expound on just one of each uh, in our remaining time here today? And then I want to get to some of the titles in your book which really lay it out and you expound upon one of which is the nine biggest dangers to america from the anti-trump left and the ten top lies we are being told today that you debunk well the democrats saying that republicans are racist that's false democrats are the racist that's line number one uh I have to look. Let me list them out for our listeners. Okay, they're too good not sure. to list. The top 10 lies the Democrats have told you, one you just mentioned, Republicans are racist. No, Democrats are too. Democrats care about minorities. No, Democrats care only about minority votes. Three, Republicans betrayed the Constitution. No, Democrats did. Four, slavery and racism are America's true heritage? No, freedom is. The Iran deal prevented Iran from getting nuclear weapons? No, it funded their terrorism and financed their plans to build nuclear weapons. Line number six, Donald Trump colluded with the Russians? No, Democrats did, and the list goes on. David, if you had to just pick one of the yeah. 10. Let, let me just explain that when you're dealing with Democrats, they just say things like that. They don't give you any proof. They don't give you any examples. They just say Republican, you know, Donald Trump is a white nationalist. 
a white supremacist. This is so insane. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of black supremacy people going around, but you don't see too many white supremacists. They're sort of hiding under the, under the rocks. They can't come out from under them because if David Duke calls for a demonstration, there's like 15 people, and then there's a thousand counter demonstrators. If Louis Farrakhan, a raving anti-American, anti-white, Jew-hating racist, if he calls for a million-man march, 800,000 people turn out. That's that's what the threat is. But each one of these lies that you read, uh, there's you know at least a paragraph explaining it. And the, this this thing about that the left is trying to impose on us is, is they're trying to make our country look like racism is part of our DNA, as Obama disgustingly said at one point. Look, every black slave who was shipped to America, was enslaved by a black African and sold at a slave auction in Ghana and Benin. Every last one of them. America declared at its birth that all men had a God-given right to liberty. And within a generation, or a little more at that time, white people, 350,000 Union soldiers, mainly white, sacrificed their lives to free the slaves. Mm -hmm. So the truth is, slaves, black slaves were enslaved by blacks and freed by whites in America. That's the truth that they're trying to suppress. It's called the 1619 Project because the New York Times, which is a racist paper, came out with a uh, this project by a woman who hates America and hates white people. Nicole Hannah-Jones is her name, who, of course, has won a Pulitzer Prize, uh, said that our country was founded in 1619 when 20 African slaves were brought to the colony of Virginia. The truth is, slavery was outlawed in Virginia at the time. It wasn't America. It was an English colony. And the 20 Africans were indentured servants. The, the, practically the entire labor force in Virginia at the time was indentured servants, which means they had to work five to seven years to work off the cost of their passage. And then they were free. And the Africans who came, they were indentured servants. Most of the indentured servants were white. So, you know, it's worse. It's like Stalin's Russia. They just rewrite the history. And, and the purpose of the rewrite is to condemn America. It's a very, very serious threat. I think it's, it's more threatening uh, than the Second World War because it, the enemies are inside the country and they're in control of the Democrat Party. David, how has this happened? Well, it's been going for 50 years. People just don't pay attention. Our universities are teaching K-12 schools now. What they do is they teach the kids to hate America. They're learning about slavery in kindergarten. Um, and also transgenderism and other things that aren't really suitable for kindergarten kids. But uh, the curriculum, I wrote a book in 1999. The title occurred to me that hating white people was a politically correct idea in our universities. And I, my New York publisher wouldn't publish the book. Eventually, I found a, Texas, a little Texas publisher who published it. Um, under the title Hating Whitey and other 
progressive causes. Uh, but it, we, we surrendered our schools. I wrote five books about what was happening in the schools. And unfortunately, the Republican Party didn't pay much attention. You know, because the way Republicans look at it, it's a minefield. They're going to accuse us of attacking education. We're not going near it. But the result was they had a free hand. And today, you know, a conservative uh, professor is as rare as a unicorn. Uh, it, it's a tragedy that's happened to our country. But that, that's what changed the Democrat Party. It's been going on. Well, Hayden, in 1968, he led a riot at the Democrat convention to destroy the candidacy of Hubert Humphrey, who was a 95% liberal, but he was also an anti-communist and supported the Vietnam War. And uh, Hayden succeeded in that. They had a riot. People voted for Nixon. And Hayden and Jane Fonda led the left that was trying to burn down America into the Democrat Party. They formed all these caucuses, the Black Caucus, the Progressive Caucus of Radicals, which is still is today, awful large number of Black Caucus members are Farrakhan, Farrakhanites. This James Coyburn, who made Biden the candidate, he's a Black senator from South Carolina, and he, he's a Farrakhan lover. Um, and I, you know, watched him on TV called, uh, you know, Trump. Because the local, the Democrat mayors that control these cities, they control all the inner cities in America and all the injustice alleged and real uh, that happens to black people. Democrats are 100% responsible for. Um, so Trump had to send in the federal agents to protect the courthouse in Portland, and he called them Gestapo. Gestapo. And then he, he was embarrassed when he was interviewed on Fox to stick by that. So he says, well, <laughs> not this guy. Maybe I, I misspoke. They're terrorists. Talking about it, we live in a democracy. You're talking about federal, you know, public servants who risk their lives, they, you know, in security services in the federal government. Trump should have sent the, the army in. But we, we have treasonous members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff who, you know, uh, when when the White House was under siege, and you know that if the, the Secret Service and the National Guard hadn't been there, they would have climbed the White House fence and burned the White House the way they burned the Church of the Presidents in Lafayette Square. But these generals said, you know, that's political, and the military must not get involved in, in politics. Burning a church is not politics. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed author, writer, speaker, and legendary political thought leader, David Horowitz, founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center School for Political Warfare, discussing his latest blockbuster New York Times for six straight week blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. You can learn more about David Horowitz's work, ministry, and mission by visiting davidhorowitzfreedomcenter.org and get his book, Get Informed, and then get going for your country, your family, this nation, and the future of America. Mr. Horowitz, David, sir, it is always an honor bringing your voice to testimony, and especially now when our nation is reeling under the assault of a failed and dangerous ideology. 
and the people and party that promulgate this insanity. Your book, Blitz, is a clarion call to wake up the ignorant, the pacifist, and the undecided with the real facts, the real truth, and a chronicling of all that has transpired prior, after, and during the Trump presidency and their attempts to destroy him and our nation. They will not succeed, but rather, as your book Blitz brilliantly declares, Trump will smash the left and win. Thank you, David. Thank you, David Horowitz, at 81 years young, for being that modern-day prophet, a Moses of political truth and courage. We thank you. And God bless you. Shalom. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.